Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Larson, here with our guest in person. Uh, a forewarning, this episode may have some background noise as we are in uh, a media room in an uncontrolled environment where there have been lots of interruptions so far. So just a heads up. Our guest today comes from Vancouver, Canada. She attended York House School uh, in the class of 2021 and now attends the beautiful Loyola Marymount University in Westchester, California, a part of the class of 2025. She is the director of multiple theater productions and released her debut short film in the year 2020, and has been, which has been screened at more than 20 festivals. It has also won many awards, and she herself was even nominated for Best Director. Please welcome Noah Cohen. Hi. You make me sound so cool. I, yeah, so I'm a film production major, if that's not clear. Yeah, what is your major? Film production? Yeah, and I'm, I don't know, I'm excited to be here to talk about it. I think it's film production's fun, so any chance. I'm really cool at parties, as you can tell, because I love to talk about movies. Oh, yeah, no, I love, I love movies. As anyone knows on this podcast, I've talked about it a few times. Um, so what got you into film production? I mean, you have a huge list of, you know, accomplishments around the field already before um, even college. So what got um, you into it? Well, it was kind of slow. My dad was in film, um, has been since, I want to say, like, he's been in the industry for 30 years. I really didn't want to go into film because I didn't want to do the same thing as my dad. But in eighth grade, because that's when high school starts in Canada, my mom made me join the improv team, even though I really didn't want to. And she was like, you have to do it. And then I did. And then I loved it. And then I started doing theater. And at this point, I was still going to be a doctor. My dream was to be a gynecologist because, I don't know, i just passionate about women's health. And then... I directed theater, and then my history teacher, who was like my favorite teacher, sat me down one day as I was crying about doing really bad on my chem test. He was like, why are you going into science when you have a passion for history and you love reading and you love theater? So yeah, I just decided then maybe that making movies would be what I wanted to do, because that's actually what I'm passionate about. That is awesome. So finding this love for uh, something like that, you know, uh, we've heard many stories now of people like not wanting to do a certain thing and finding out a true different path. And here you were like, I'm dead set on not being a filmmaker. And then it kind of, you know, as fate would have it as, you know, what we talk about in philosophy, you know, maybe you were determined to do that, you know, no free will or whatnot. I hope uh, we get extra credit for mentioning philosophy on the podcast. <laughs> no, it's very weird because a lot of people I've talked to, like their parents were dead set on them not going into film. And I think I just didn't really want to explore that because I don't know, it's just I've been surrounded by it my whole life. And I, I wouldn't say that I have like any large connections to like the industry. My dad's a camera operator. I know like his friends pretty well, but like, I don't know, there was nothing pushing me into it. But then when I wanted to do it, my parents were pretty easy because they could kind of see that. I mean, well, they know what it's like being in the industry. They don't see it as something that you can't really get a job in. So I was pretty fortunate for that, that despite me very much saying I wasn't going to do it, when I realized that it was what I was passionate about, my parents were pretty easy on me. That is awesome, having your parents support in something so uh, pivotal in your life. And obviously, I mean, now you're at uh, Loyola Marymount University for film film production, right, you said? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the best film programs in the uh, country. I think it's top ten, right? Yeah. I almost... I almost didn't go to film school, though, because I really like history. Like, that's my second biggest passion. And my dad, who's in film, said that he wasn't going to send me to film school and wasn't going to spend the money on it unless he saw a benefit of me going. He didn't want me to go unless he thought I could do it. 
He was like, you can either go to school in Canada, which is a lot cheaper for history, or you can prove to me that you deserve to go to film school and you're talented enough. So that's why I ended up making my short film, because he's like, I will give you, you know, the chance to present me with a script. And like, we ended up writing it together. And then you can pitch it to a bunch of people. And if we think it's good enough to be made, you know, you can hire us, like do some stuff. So I ended up making that short film to pitch to him why I should go to film school. No way. That is such an awesome story. To, wow. I didn't know that's how the film was made. What, what is the name of the short so film? So it's called Endgame. It's, I don't know, it's in my Instagram bio link. I actually haven't, I decided last week I was going to tell people about it because being a girl, like, I don't know, I realized that I should brag about my stuff more because all the guys right. in the film program like list their accomplishments so much. So sitting in a room with a bunch of other film majors and screenwriting majors, all who happen to be women, and I was like, hey, by the way, I made this thing, like I haven't told anyone about it. It's been in film festivals, won a couple of awards. It's pretty cool, but I haven't told anyone because I don't want anyone to like be mean to me. And they're like, yeah, nobody would be mean. And then they all started listing all these accomplishments that they had too that I never knew about. And I realized that all of us girls have done so many things in film and just don't mention it as much as the guys do. So that's why I put it in my Instagram bio because I was like, I'm not going to... I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, I'm not going to sit back and let my accomplishments not be recognized. I mean, no, that's awesome. I didn't know about that. And I've uh, I've known Noah for the past uh, semester in philosophy, the most wonderful class in the world. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's, it's like, wow, I, I would have never guessed that you have a short film out there that's, you know won awards and stuff and even for best director like that's or nominated for best director like that that is awesome accomplishment you something you should be proud about and plug it all you want in this podcast that's what it's here for follow me on instagram too at noi underscore coi i made it in grade seven don't judge me we will definitely uh (laughs) we'll definitely tag you up when we post this to uh follow at what's dot your dot major on instagram it's actually what's dot your that's just my favorite instagram account it's so cool Thank and the you. podcast is so great. So, so you great. should definitely follow. It's made my life better since I did. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, it's, a, it's awesome having you on here. And so going back, uh, one thing I love to touch upon that you kind of did was passions, different passions that mm-hmm. people have. So you talk about history. Have you found a way, like, are you going to possibly minor in history, double major in history? Or, like, is that a big influence in your filmmaking? So... I was going to minor in history, like that was the absolute plan, and I probably will stay, still take a lot of history courses, but my favorite movie of all time is Pride and Prejudice, um, the 2005 version. And a lovely movie. Great movie, um, and I really like period pieces and like historical stuff like that. So I think like in any way, I feel like a lot of the films I will make will be historical or like, I don't know, Pride and Prejudice, a period piece or a book adaptation. So I think the reason I like film is because I don't know, you can take all your passions and put it together and make a movie based on it. Like, the reason why I like history is, one, it's, you know, fun. I'm a little bit of a nerd, so I like facts. And two, it's kind of a big story. That's how I see it. You're kind of telling the story of how the world came to be. And, I mean, storytelling is the reason why I like making movies. I'm not too big on, like, wow, it looks pretty, or I'm not very technical, but I love presenting a story on the screen. So I think history, just in essence of the reason why I love it being that it's a story, will kind of bleed its way into my work, hopefully. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I do love that um, the notion of filmmaking is... Um, <clears throat> sorry this like beautiful um, way of storytelling and how you talk about storytelling because that's the one thing I always uh, talk to all my film buddies about it is I do like to tell stories I mean that's what 
you know, everyone loves to hear a story. That's what all of mankind has been based around. I mean, it's stories from the past. I mean, you go from Absolutely. oral tradition to writing to cave paintings to all of it. I mean, I wrote a paper on it last semester for theology, actually, um, based on a movie, because, yeah. of course. Um, but, like, it's, it's yeah, it's really cool that, you you know, you have this unique vision of history as, like, okay, it's just one giant book. Like, let me, you know, maybe incorporate this into some movies and stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. I think it's, just history was really fun. I also had a really great um, history teacher in high school. He was, like, my favorite teacher. Um, that's what happens when you go to an all-girls school. You either, like, you turn out queer or you gain, like, just an intense need of male validation from your teachers. It, it just happens. My friend wrote a paper on it. Um, no, so he was he was like my buddy. And every single time I wrote a paper, I was like, please like it or I'm going to die. Um, but he he taught it in just such a like fun and unique way that it just kind of naturally blended into my ideas of the world of storytelling. And I've always been very like, not in my head, but I've always been like constantly there's a story or something is there. And I love to read. So when history class kind of became similar to that like I love fantasy novels I love you know anything like that it just it seemed like the natural way to categorize it inside my head he was very good about just like I don't know teaching in a non-male Eurocentric way which was also great because I feel like history a lot of girls like it but it's not as engaging because you're just learning about a bunch of guys and he was just he was great he was Shout out to all girls' school teachers. They do a good job of making women feel, I don't know, just more included in history. Oh, definitely. Under, uh, I get that point. I mean, I my two sisters go to an all-girls school. My older sister went to an all-girls school. My girlfriend did. Uh, as you guys can tell, I'm Catholic, and they, <laughs> they know that in the podcast. I've talked about it multiple times. And deep in the podcast lore. It's Yeah, it's in the lore. I mean, I'm a theology major, so... Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? But no, definitely uh, that whole inclusion of, um, you know, making you guys do feel included. Because, I mean, there's <laughs> as many important men there are in, you know, history, there are important women. Yeah. And it's like, I forget what the saying is. Behind every, like... Like, behind every, like, man there's... Or, like, powerful man there's a powerful woman. There's a powerful woman. I, um... That's I joke about that a lot because this will tie back to film eventually, I promise. Um, oh, it always does. I... So I wanted to start a podcast months and months ago. I never ended up doing it. I, I probably will do it at some point. But then my boyfriend started a podcast. And I was like, I would joke that I had been Zelda Fitzgerald it. And he was like, what is that? And I don't know if this is actually a fact, but like apparently Zelda Fitzgerald wrote most of The Great Gatsby like in her diary. And F. Scott Fitzgerald took it. Um, that was his wife. Um, and he published it. So I always joke that I'd been like Zelda Fitzgerald it. And that's my like worst fear, quote unquote. So that's... I don't know. That's one of one that shows how much I, I don't know. I like literature and stuff like that. But that's one of why I want to go in film. And I actually started a production company. Um, it's not fully up and running, but I started it last year to like tell the stories of people because it happens a lot to women in the film industry. Really have ideas and other people will take credit for it. So I, um, yeah. So it's called Red Garner Productions, and it's basically to tell the stories of women and other underrepresented communities and a lot of what I want to do at school and I guess as a film major and afterwards is try to I don't know I'm not some sort of like I guess person who's like ragingly political but I do care a lot about like equity and equality and inclusion so that's why I don't know I, t I include talking about women's stories in almost everything I do when it comes to film because 
I feel like I had such a unique opportunity to feel represented, especially because when I took film in high school, went to an all-girls school, so we weren't just watching movies that were made by men. There was always an effort taken to show us films from everybody. So that's why whenever I speak about being a film major, I always choose to bring that up. No, that is awesome. I mean, you have such passion in your voice and the way you talk about and present yourself on this topic of uh, wanting to be inclusive and um, have equality in the film world and fight for that. I think that's amazing. And, you know, it's, it's really nice when you can find something that you love to do personally and then that also does good for others and, you know, has uh, a sort of end game. Yeah. No pun intended. Lincoln bio. Uh, Lincoln bio. <laughs> but, you know, it, it has some purpose in this world that's yeah. greater than just yourself and for self-enjoyment. And I think you found that and that's kind of, that's a, that's a beautiful uh, testament. Yeah, I feel like I have to, I feel like I have to have some sort of purpose. I don't know. We would talk about this in philosophy. We're going to get to like life at some point, probably at the end of the course. But like, I don't know. If I'm not helping people, like, why am I, you know. Why are you doing, yeah, why are you doing anything? There's so many other people in the world, so I shouldn't just be focused on myself, because, like, I don't know. No. You know who focuses on themselves? The people, sorry, this is a rant, who order Grubhub to Starbucks, because then all the people have to wait in line for the Starbucks, but they can just get their Grubhub order, and they have to take the Grubhub orders first, even though I was at the Starbucks first. Sorry, I'm really mad about that right now. I just came out. I, I, I hate to say this, but I you am are Shut up. No, because it's so bad. Well, the thing that annoys me about the Grubhub here and the Starbucks, <laughs> all right, so, like, I like... Uh, their grilled cheeses, their paninis, yeah. and all that. But on the Grubhub app, they don't have it. They say they're out of stock, and I'm like, but that's complete them. BS, yeah. man. No, I've I, seen them in full stock. I don't there. like it because you can't get the dietary restrictions. So like, maybe I would be a Grubhubber, but I can't order it. So now I have to wait in line. Sorry, this was. It's important though. I'm a film major. I need coffee. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like an essential part of your career. I mean, caffeine. Yeah. I mean, it keeps you going. It's it keeps important. the industry going. Yeah ask anyone in filmmaking that's true it's it's caffeine that's that's the secret ingredient absolutely <laughs> um anyways bringing it back um so we're kind of running short on time here this has been a really fun podcast though <laughs> if you guys want a part two i'm thinking of doing some summer sessions this summer so let us know in the comments if you guys would like that uh so let's end with any wise words of wisdom you may have for our audience today. Maybe some words of wisdom, not very many wise ones, but um, I don't know, just like if you have a passion for something, and I know this comes from a super like, I guess, privileged point of view where I don't like have, I guess, I don't know, there's, I was, I guess, supported in my decision to go into film. But like if you have a passion for something, even if you're like in a major, your parents are making you like apply to something you don't want to do, always just take the chance to like try to weave your passions into something that you care about because i know like people listen to podcasts probably you're like oh you're friends with thomas but also maybe if you found it and you're interested in like seeing what you want to do with your life because that's always important just try to find a way to work what you're passionate about into everything you do because then eventually life will be more fun and you'll get to make money or just spend time doing the things you love that is awesome Thank you so much for your your wise words and thank you for having uh, me. powerful statement. I mean, well, it was great having you on here. You're a great guest. Thank you. Well, you kind of had no choice because I walked into class and I said, "I saw you had a podcast. I want to be on it." So, <laughs> and immediately I took the opportunity. Hey, hey text me now. Like, yeah, I gotta I gotta swipe up. I gotta like you know get those. It's a good podcast before you guys back out because people have done that and I'm like that hurts. 
Hey, just get this is a call for Rachel to come on the podcast. <laughs> Rachel, I gotta release this episode before she does, <laughs> before her episode. Because yeah, no, Rachel needs to get on this podcast. Shout out to Rachel, she's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you to our audience for listening to this wonderful episode, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.